welcome to Xbox World Strongcast number six. It's the third Friday, the thirteenth of January, twenty twelve. Mm. Happy New Year, everyone! It's the first Strongcast of the new year, and uh, instead of looking ahead, we're going to take uh, a quick look back at the year that has been in games. It's been one of the best ever years for Xbox, and uh, then we'll we'll talk a little bit about what we've been playing over Christmas, our New Year's resolutions, and we'll round off with a couple of your reader questions. That was exhaustive. That's a very comprehensive rundown of what our plans are going to be. No surprises left. Might as well tune out now, readers. Yeah. Yeah, we're done. But but you, you do want to know. No, I think so. You do want to know what we're going to talk about. I think so. Yeah. So, I'm here. I'm Mike. And with me is uh, Matt. Hello. So, um, let's go right back to the beginning of last year. Right back Take to the beginning. Back. Time tunnel. So... The first thing I did like at the beginning of last year was going to see uh, Deus Ex um, for Xbox World. Um, and you know, it, our it first issue of the year was strangely um, dated April 2011. <laughs> <laughs> Deus Ex on the cover. Uh, the mysteries of magazine production. <laughs> yeah. Some, it's because we do, um, what, 13 issues a year. You were currently working on the March issue yeah. of Xbox World. Yeah, which is going to be on shelves February, right? That's right. Yeah. Magazines, it's a mystery. I mean, the thing is, Marvel Comics have been publishing comics for two months ahead. Apparently, it goes back to I mean, back in the day, they used to think, oh, you have the most, if you have the most recent issue on shelves, people are going to want to buy that more than other ones. So people started notching their dates forward a month. I'm not sure if this is true <laughs> of magazines, but it's definitely true of comic books in the USA. So, not to be beaten, the other company were like, well, we're going to go forward two months. And it now it ends up with Xbox World going, this issue is for June 2056. <laughs> and everyone's like, whoa, they must really know what they're talking about. I really <laughs> want to read their news stories. So what I'm going to do is I'm literally, I've got a big stack of Xbox Worlds here. And I want to dig into the news sections of each of these uh, each of these. Oh, a good dig. Go on, I mean, that is a dig stack. In. Look at that. And it's funny because they, they, they completely change halfway down the stack. Become a different colour, different style, different design as our redesign month. Oh, yeah. so that was the month. Uh, it was a big year of change, twenty eleven. It was a huge year of change. Huge, uh, yeah. It was a year of huge games. The funny thing was, I was doing a rundown of the games earlier. Uh, a rundown, which by the way, I forgot to print. But um, <laughs> I did a rundown of the games, and you'd be amazed at how every month had a bunch of good games. You think, oh well, you know, February could have had a bunch of good games. Well, it had Bullet Storm, and I, I think it had Portal Two. You, you only got up to June when you were making the list, didn't you? Yeah. Tell you for a fact, July had no games. Really? Not no games, but nothing worth talking about. Well, August had Deus Ex. Yeah, it did, yeah. Yeah. So, back in... Um, I think one of the most interesting things about looking back over the year, and the reason I'm doing the new sections rather than just a big old rundown of the games with what we liked, is because you start seeing things that are kind of... never came to fruition, little news stories which were absolutely legit at the time, but never nothing ever mm. came to them, like Gears of War Exile. The news about Gears of War Exile broke in January. We had a logo... Uh, we said, well, you know, we, we know a lot of stuff about it. We, we, as far as we knew, the Kinect-powered Gears of War game never happened. Or mm. could it still be happening, but just secretly? I mean, maybe it could. It was rumoured for a while that um, that Gears of War 3 was going to have a Kinect-based section right. in it. Uh, if you had a Kinect, it would be it would enable it. But that never happened, so... Mm. We um, also announced in that issue Earth Defense Force 4. Not Insect Armageddon, but an actual oh, right. Japanese-made Earth Defense Force game. It never happened. And we also announced Final Fantasy XIII 2, which we announced as um, saying the irritating cast of Final Fantasy XIII returns. <laughs> mm. 
And now they do, finally. Yeah, yeah well, finally. it's finally happening. We got a review code in the other yeah, day, Pellet, right? Pellet is reviewing that as we speak. I think Max Pellet is definitely a right man for the job on that one. I mean, he's uh, he, play, he did the review of the last he one. He knows how to get into the head of the annoying characters of Final Fantasy XIII. <laughs> yes, that's one of his uh, his rare talents. Oh, yeah, another game for February was Test Drive Unlimited 2. Yeah, right. uh, Homefront came out in March, along with Crisis and Portal 2. I mean, come on, this has a good month. Yeah, yeah. Test Drive Unlimited 2 came out alongside... It was uh, in Feb, isn't it? Alongside um, the game I mentioned earlier, Bulletstorm. Bulletstorm yeah. This is. Uh, I never played Test Drive Unlimited Two, but I did see all those uh, people driving around with bandaged faces, which I always thought looked quite. It good was fun. Land of the Mummies, yeah, yeah. Because every time you altered your face for one in-game hour, you had to wear this uh, yeah. this mask. <laughs> and it's um, like an island of burns victims. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on? Yeah. Xbox premier burn victims. <laughs> But as you'd expect, you know, January wasn't um, really a month for news or big game releases. Uh, 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 go, what's the game? The Dead Space. Buckethead. Yeah, Dead Space. Dead Space, Dead Space, <laughs> Dead Space came out, Yeah. Uh, but there was no news because it's January. It's quite scary was Dead Space too. It wasn't as good as the first one, though, was it? Wasn't it wasn't as good, oh, but I thought it was a bit scary. Do you think scarier. it wasn't as good? Mm. It had a bit more variety to it, I thought. That I think it had the illusion of more variety. It did, but yeah. I think with Dead Space... The original, the original, the mystery was the thing. Like you weren't, you weren't quite sure what was going on all the way until the end, because mm. it just kept unraveling. With Dead Space Two, it just sort of felt, well, yeah, I know exactly what's going on. It's the freaking marker mm. again, and a, a lot of the stuff was more horrific in Dead Space Two. But yeah, I don't know. Well, I must admit, I never finished Dead Space One because mm. I was too scared of it. Uh, oh. I'm very easily affected by scary games, uh, and I thought Dead Space Two was more of a kind of action in the sort of Resi Four mold. You know, it's just kind of like, go forwards. You know, there were so many monsters that you just couldn't really be scared of it. Um, so I kind of managed to soldier through, maybe switching down oh, to a well lower difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. just imagine you sat at home playing it under the duvet. Going, oh, I was too scared to play the first one. Honestly, I was ter- terrified of it. Like yeah. It made me jump too much, and I don't like to be made to look foolish. But you, you handled <laughs> Fatal Frame okay, though, right? Yeah, but the thing about Fatal Frame is, is that once the thing scares you, it's then not at all hard. It's just this ghost and you point mm. your camera at it and it's done. And that scares, you know, I can kind of get away with it, but it's, it's the idea of being scared and then having to do something about it in Dead Space. Like, I'm like, ah! And then I'm all like, and shaking and I can't do the, the actual shooting, so I can't actually play it. I can attest that my castle is very skittish. I'm too scared to play skittish, Dead Space. Skittish like a gazelle. <laughs> Every time When we go out and do a bit of lunch, if I, but Bath has got... <laughs> pigeons, disgusting pigeon problem. Uh, as bad as London, you know, where just the pigeons have no, they don't have any respect or fear of man. No. So they just take off in your face. Yeah. Now, everyone else in Bath has kind of got used to it. You never got used to that. No, did I d- you? well, this is the thing. Again, it's, I, I just don't like to be made to look stupid. You know, and I'm a tall man, and there's nothing more stupid than a tall man flinching at a pigeon, and you they flinched, fly at my face. You, no, they didn't fly at your face. You flinched when it took off on the other side of the street before. <laughs> no, well, literally the other side of the because street. Because I anticipated its flight path coming towards my head. I can't, I'm with Matt, I can't stand pigeons. But it's, a t- it's a height thing. It is, yeah. Maybe if you're a bit taller, Mike, you might understand. I can't stand... Like you're about an inch taller than me. It's That's the inch that makes a difference. Okay. That we've, we refer to that's that. That's the inch in, in, the, in, our, in our tall man community, we refer to that as the fear inch. <laughs> <laughs> um, in February, uh, The Darkness 2 was announced. Mm. And it was announced for, like, release in September, which is a big surprise, but it's still, mm. not, it's still not here, is it? <laughs> well, that's coming, in, that's coming in next week. Darkness 2. 
the finished version. Yeah, well, we won't be able to tell our readers anything about it for a month or so, so, no. so that's, that's need, <laughs> a needless hype. For <laughs> that's fine, that's fine, but just to let you know, it's coming in. So yeah. it is actually happening. I'm quite excited for Darkness I'm, ex- I'm excited well. You know well. what? It's I played better than it, I thought it would be. I played it at Gamescom, mm. and you played it over here in the UK, mm. and great guns. And you really feel powerful firing them yeah. in the game. I'll say this about the darkness, it's nastier than you think. You think, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, it's quite nasty. Oh, you put, you, you got one of these tentacles. You push it through a man. Yeah, mm. oh nasty. No, no, it really is nasty. Oh. Like when you, you when you rip when you rip a man in half using the darkness, it's pretty horrible. Well, it should be horrible. Yeah, but it you is. You don't want to rip a man in half and it not be horrible. Yeah, but it sort of feels horrible. You know, you, you get yeah. you get oh. the sense that the man really is being torn in half. It's oh, not very good. nice. Is it slow? No. Does he squat? Does he sort of wobble a bit? It's and... quite quick and efficient. And yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Quite, very oh, murdery. Excited. Yeah, very I'm excited good. for that. Yeah. yeah. A bit of murder. Coming like soon. That? Yeah, I like a bit of murdering. Sweet. That's my New Year's resolution. Yeah. <laughs> rip, rip more men in half. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the New Year's resolution you told me about yesterday. That's aspirational, isn't it? Yeah. Rip more men in half. <laughs> we'll talk about our New Year's resolutions <laughs> later. Like, Sounds like horrible. Um, February is the month we uh, started getting rumours about a Halo remake. Oh, oh yeah. she uh, she came true. It's nice when they come true. Which is great because most almost everything I say is complete bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> and to to have to have a to have one of the things I make up come true months yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, amazing. No, actually, no. There really were really big rumours around that time. It, every it kind of was the secret nobody could keep. Everybody knew it was coming, and it, that was it was February where everything became you know undeniable for Microsoft. Interesting story. Bad secrets. It's a bit like that. Um, oh, what was it? Syndicate. No, oh, everyone yeah. was like, we got a big it's game wor- coming. Everyone's like, Syndicate. The and they're yeah. like, we're not going to tell you what it is. Syndicate. It's <laughs> like, we're, not, we're definitely not going to share it with you. It's Syndicate, isn't it? And they're like, it's Syndicate. And we're like, yeah. It's a little story for you. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I went when we, um, when Syndicate was finally made official, and I, I had the first interview with the producers. So mm. the first question that they got asked as, as like having revealed Syndicate to mm. the press was, yeah, it's the worst kept secret in the world, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did he say to that? Um, yeah, yeah, he sort of he, he said it, it. It was a bit annoying, and it was a worst. It was sort oh, of well, the worst agreed. kept secret. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah it sort of is. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> I just noticed a, a line on this thing here saying um, on the X-rated column. So back, the the rumor, the rumor was that the Joker dies in uh, Arkham City. Right. And we said uh, Batman's Joker has been joking strong for seventy-one years now. Uh, but some internet folk suggest that the Joker dies in Rocksteady's next game. More likely, he doesn't die, he's the Joker. <laughs> well, <laughs> See, <laughs> so, you know, it's not always... That's the killing joke, you isn't know, it? You know, February is the month we um, we had to translate Spoilers. a cover into Korean. Mm. We, had to co- we had to translate oh, a that cover. That was a really strong cover, though. That was a great cover, right? This, that yeah. was, this was the cover where we did the kind of uh, official document, extra thick stock cover, and the... Uh, because you know it's the home front cover, and North Korea's inv- North Korea invading Xbox World. Yeah. But we had to, we had to get the cover translated, and so we started desperately looking for a Korean. <laughs> and now, it would do. Now finding uh, this is Bath. Now I think I've described Bath before as the whitest town in Britain. <laughs> there's, there's, it's just so Middle England in in here. It's everyone's middle class, everyone's you know. British, you can they can trace their lineage back to the Romans, you know. It's it, so finding Korean-speaking people around here is tough. So we had to we had to reach out. It turned out a guy on one of the Carmacks knew a guy who knew a guy in London 
who did some translation work for a company and he speaks mm. speak fluent Korean, he writes Korean. Mm. So it was, I think it was three days, no, not even that, I think it was like two days to our cover deadline. Mm. And the way you should say, the way it works is our cover goes before the rest of the magazine. Uh, and we had like two days to go on our cover deadline. We still had no cover. Because who speaks Korean in Bath? But by that logic, you, you, but, yeah, by that logic, <laughs> you could have just made it all up and no one would know. Just draw some squiggly. No, no, one, no one would have known in Bath, <laughs> but as soon as we went yeah, there's been plenty of people in Bristol would have known. Has Bristol got a big Korean community? I don't know. I know London has, and you're not, from, yeah. not far from Richmond. Um, wouldn't like that. I, I'm not sure the Koreans would be watch a big sales home plummet front anyway. in Richmond. <laughs> plummet. Yeah, because yeah, home, home front is a bit of a slap in the face for everyone from Korea, not just North Korea. Because, because they partner it, up with South Korea. It's a unified... They? Well, you get kind of taken I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb here and say that home front was a bit of a slap in the face for everyone, <laughs> not just people from Korea. That's a bold claim. Short game, that. Four hours. I, I was excited about home front. And well, we it, went, it to, arrived, we went yeah. to New York and played. Yeah, it was, uh, and they showed us like a level when we were in New York, and we thought, oh yeah, this is pretty good. Game came back. Turns out that level they showed us for about fifteen minutes was about a third of the game. Yeah, and the best third. Yeah, and the, the best bit. <laughs> it was such a shame though, because I thought, um, what's his face, Danny Bilson, mm. uh, taught like such a good game beforehand because he yeah. sort of came, this oh, was, he did. This he was, talked it up. This yeah, was yeah. his first big kind of like you know this is THQ mm. coming back as a as a real contender, and I, I almost really wanted it to be a success for him because yeah. he's such a charismatic bloke, and you're like, yeah, I want this guy to be successful, and then it came out and it needed well, more game in it. Yeah, it needed more. More just, levels and yeah. less context sensitive death pits. Yeah, need, hide need in the death pit. Press X to hide in death. It was pit. it was a tour through every possible atrocity <laughs> a humans yeah. can, humans can commit on one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like about about we have some about we murder this this family in front of their children. That bit in Home from where you hide in the the pit of bodies. Mm. It's not sort of made apparent abundantly clear about that. You know the the general sort of flies in on a helicopter mm. and machine guns all the bodies and then flies off. <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's almost made out that he just likes doing that. Just shooting. He doesn't know you're there. He just sort of turns oh, up yeah. in his helicopter. He just happened to be passing so what by. What do you do today, General? I may as well go down and machine gun a few bodies. I, I feel a bit like that. And then um, then we'll, we'll have a bit of lunch after that, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. You know, Free Radical are making a sequel. What do you make of that? Are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah they are, yeah. What is in... Crytek UK. Hmm? Oh, wow. Is that news to you? Yeah, that's news nice. to me. Nice. What do you think of it? But your instant reaction to that news? Uh, well, I, I don't really rate Free Radical, so uh, yeah. I'm so the it's person all a bit the, uh, the, yeah. ho- the horrors of war part two in the Cry Engine. But they're the guys who make funny games about monkeys throwing bananas at people. Well, it's funny. You pointed something out yesterday that every magazine team has one guy <laughs> who champions SSX. Yeah. He loves SSX. And our team has Dan Dawkins. Yeah. He loves SSX. And the rest of us are kind of like, he's Dan's like, oh, look how brilliant it looks. And the rest of us sit around going, yeah, I guess it kind of looks all right. Yeah. And Time Splitters is that same it's way. Exactly. Exactly. Pellet, Pellet, loved, Pellet it. loved Future Time Perfect. Future Perfect is a great game, he used to say. Utter dumb. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, you know what, the Time Splitters games were all okay. Well, Time Splitters 3 was one which was actually no good, right? Because Time Splitters 2 was okay. Time Splitters 2 is the one everyone really likes. Yeah. But it's a little bit, I don't know, it never felt like you were shooting bullets in Time Splitters. It always thought you felt like you were shooting light balls. Because the way, you know, they had those comedy characters, yeah. like the way they reacted, they'd just be getting like hit with, it was almost like Nerf shooting or Nerf bullets. Everything yeah. felt the same and, you know, and they used to hide behind that. We made Goldeneye or some of us made Goldeneye back in the day. But I don't know. Really don't it's a rate. lot of people hiding behind Goldeneye, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> the, la- the latest, yeah. like Eurocom, hiding behind Goldeneye for their Goldeneye remake. Yeah, it's, it's, we can't start talking about Bond again. No, no, no. People hide behind again. it so much that it's... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> it's other companies can use it as a shield now. Yeah, that's that's how powerful it is. Yeah, but, yeah, it was, it was all right. I don't know, but it's an interesting, interesting team to put on it. It is know? an interesting team to yeah. put on it. And, you know, they did a hell of a job porting uh, Crisis to 360. They were the guys they responsible. They also made Haze. There is Which that. is absolutely you know what? They, 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 that, They've that, got that a hand on the tech, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. The tech. When they made Haze, that was their idea. I think I think they need to be given an idea and said, you do you do your tech thing with this and we'll tell you what to do. Don't, don't, don't do any yeah, thinking. Yeah. <laughs> you just make it look nice. I wonder if that zany bloke, is that zany writer who wrote Haze? I don't know. You remember there's, there's like a guy who writes the stories for free and he's really zany. And in all the videos, he's like the zany guy. Rob something. Rob zany guy. Rob zane, zanester. Yeah. Big story in... Um, in uh, We're on to March. Almost the only we? story, in fact, in uh, March. Was, We're on to uh, March, or as we refer to it, our December issue. <laughs> <laughs> June 2011, by the way. To, so these, these aren't exactly going to work out on a month by month basis. We see March, April, mm. May, June, July, August. November. Oh yeah, it's almost a month for a month thing. But well, at least one month, two issues will come out in the same month. For instance, this this March we've got two issues out in the same month. Mm. Uh, not because they're rushed, just because we do sort of turn around an issue every four weeks. Because we freaking love March. Yeah, we, <laughs> I love I it. Just love March. Mad as a March hare. Yeah. Well done, Matt. We live that. Hmm? I was trying to think up a nice March reference, and you, you got there good. Or the Ides of March. One's really good, one's really bad, what is it? I was going with something like March of the Penguins. I was like, oh, it's, not, it's not, it's no good. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. What happened in March last year? Uh, well, Jem was playing U-Star all month. Oh, oh good. that was brilliant. Well, yeah. I say brilliant. U-Starring in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, U-Starring in Apollo 13, U-Starring in Star Trek, all of us sitting I've always thought the Godfather needed more Jem in it <laughs> <laughs> when I watched her. Uh, it did produce some good screenshots from the magazine, though. Someone also came up with the brilliant headline for um, saying that Angelina Jolie definitely will be the next Tomb Raider with Jolly Dodger. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's excellent. Quite excellent. The big story that month was actually the, um, the announcement of the new Hitman game. So mm. It wasn't announced, it was rumoured. It was when they were sort of doing that tease campaign, you know, the barcode was turning up in various places and they were doing that kind of viral campaign. Bits of the script turned up online and, and other things. Super 8 trailer hit in, uh, in that month as well. Oh, that was good. I liked a bit of that. Very Spielbergian. Yeah, it was good. Storm of the Boys in the Anoraks, isn't it? Yeah, and some other stuff. Yeah. Like, you're underselling it. No, I, I haven't <laughs> seen it. And the only thing I've seen of it is these publicity photos of some kid That's with, a, they a brace hide on with, it, with his Anorak on. Their PR campaign I don't even was, to, know what was, it's to, about. was to hide what the film was about because they That's thought good. it was some great mystery. But is really, it good? It's, yeah, I really liked it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, uh, we were moaning for about, oh God, what was it, probably 45 minutes about Edmonton, the other podcast? Yeah, but, yeah, this is when we went to Edmonton. So this was when we went to Edmonton, uh, and, we, uh, and I ca <laughs> we came back and... Uh, we I can't relive that again, reported Mike. an X-ray that says, Bioware's hometown is a barren wasteland filled with nothing but snow grit and snow mixed with grit from miles in every direction. Attractions include a Mad Maxi and number of automotive accidents, <laughs> uh, lar the largest and blandest mall in North America, and a delicious croque monsieur, Mike, ate at a layover at Montreal's airport. I forgot all about that. It was a delicious sandwich. Did you sandwich. have a croque monsieur? I did. It was a delicious oh. sandwich. Oh, yeah, I remember monsieur. that now, yeah. Yeah, I sat yeah. there, I enjoyed it so much, and I remember us turning to you and saying, this is in the highlight of the trip. I wasn't sure whether or not I'd dreamt that. No. <laughs> <laughs> you dream big, Andy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's Ed Edmonton and Toasted Sandwich Talk on did other, I other strong like casts. eating a toasted sandwich? <laughs> other strong casts are available. <laughs> yeah. March, nothing happened. Anyway. Sweet. Nothing Nothing happened in March. Good. Right, March off. But, apart, apart from a shed load of really good games coming out. So, <laughs> yeah. apart from that. April. Like, like Crisis. Oh. Crisis 2 was good. 
No, Crisis 2 wasn't good. Oh, I enjoyed it. Oh, it was rubbish. Crisis 2 was okay. Yeah. Oh, it was... T- it no, was... Crisis 2, I recently um, replayed it and I was like, you know what, this is better than I thought it was at the time. Oh, I didn't like it. I'm not going to justify it. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Tra- it dragged on a bit. I didn't like. I didn't like the end it bit did. with the it, aliens. It, that game ended like four times. I, mm. I, I didn't even get very far in it. I probably didn't even get halfway through. I just disliked it so much. I didn't like the fact that every time you brought your gun up, it would be kind of like, "Here's a box you can jump on. Here's a thing you can crawl under. You can climb up this ladder. Why don't you go here? Why don't you do that?" And it was just like, "Ah, oh, let me play." Like it I liked was, Far Cry uh, was strategic. Oh, I can't remember what they called. Yeah, what, but... Far Cry Three, man. That's, that's going to be a big one this year. I'm really looking forward to Far Cry yeah, Three. Yeah, right. It's hot. Definitely. Hot. That's the guy. The guy who's a producer on it was the producer on Red Steel Two. Who I interviewed when he for uh, Endgamer. Well, that's that game then. And he was uh, no, but he's really what? Like he's really crazy. He's this wild American dude. But at the time, he was basically based in this Paris studio. And it was just him and all these French guys. He was just kind of like, no one understands me here. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like McCoy from Star Trek. Yeah, he's really. He's a real character. He's, he's to, a lot um, of fun. I went to the Parisian studio, which we've said before is located in the ghetto. Uh, and uh, we were over there, and the funny thing about the studio, it's just full of like Raymans, isn't it? It's it's it's, it's so, full of cutouts of Rayman. It's so oh, subdued in their studio. You go in there, and it really is like if you were that wild, that wild and crazy guy. Yeah. If you were that guy, you you're going to lose your mind in the Paris. It's all studio. a bit kind of Gallic cool, isn't it? Everyone's very very. So, uh, you're mm-hmm. sure thing with making uh, Rayman. They're very turtleneck, <laughs> very smoking break, yeah. very yeah. Cro- very croque monsieur, <laughs> croque monsieur in one hand, cigarette in the. Yeah. Yeah. Mindful of zany yeah, Rayman uh, ideas. <laughs> a shot of espresso. What, what do you have for breakfast, Jax? Oh, I had a uh, shot of espresso and three cigarettes. And then I played an accordion for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, I went there to see uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. And uh, normally, right, uh, normally when you when you go when you go somewhere for a, a press event, you, you go there for like a whole day or something and. So they they usually get you a little a sandwich for lunch while you're working and stuff like that. It's nothing opulent. It's it's nothing like we don't go and banquet and, and dine all day and, and then see the game for five minutes. But I just remember when I went there, they um it, it was a long long day because we did we did the Paris studio in a day. So we we went there really early in the morning. Eurostar went to the the Paris slums to this to Ubisoft. <laughs> they, 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 uh, you shouldn't call it the Paris. They showed, they showed us Brotherhood. They showed us a single player, single player demo Brotherhood. Did did the interviews with the guys. They were really nice. Then we went. We walked over to their uh, multiplayer testing area. Did like played some multiplayer. It was fantastic. And it was about four o'clock by now. I hadn't eaten anything all day. I was quite hungry. This happened to us on the Ghost Recon trip. And no food. And they no no no. But but I said I said to I said to the PR guy, oh, uh, are you going to eat anything before we go back? And he said, oh yeah yeah. They ordered some food. And um, oh, no. after the we got back from the multiplayer, they said, "Oh yeah, the food's here," and it was a box of eight designer cupcakes. <laughs> Brilliant! I went to I went to France, and during my entire time in France, I ate one designer <laughs> cupcake. We oh, I didn't oh, eat God. anything in my time in France. We ate on the, we ate on the train on the way back. Guess what I had. What? Croc Monsieur. <laughs> Croc Monsieur. <laughs> but it was like a microwaved Croc Monsieur. Oh, no. Um, so April was um, was the month of... Uh, we were all watching Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was good, that. No game news that month. Again, No, that's all we were doing. Really, really quiet, because um, I guess people's studios, a lot of studios were gearing up for E3. That's the funny thing. Nothing happens for the first half of the year. And... 
There was a lot of big game releases, but not a lot of news happening. Everyone was saving it for a big E3, and it was a big E3. Was Red Dead out in April last year? Was that the year no, before? That was the year before. before. Like last year was LA Noir. That was yeah, it was, was LA May, Noir. May yeah. two thousand nine. It, was yeah. Red Dead. Was it? Was it April? Was LA Noir? Was that? No, May. That was, was May. May was. Yeah, because when it was that and Brink in May, but we'll get to that. In a I was minute. just trying to think what what big what, games what were game, out in what April. What actually came out? Yeah, what came out in April? In April, uh, Portal. Was that April? Yeah, Portal was April. Oh, that was that was a that good was, game. That was good. I mean, that's the game which held on to like being potential game of the year until the end of year. And Mortal Kombat came out, I think, in either March or April. Finish yeah. him. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. Mm. It's my terror. I tell you what, though, one of my favourite afternoons from last year was tell watching. What else came out? Sorry, Operation Flashpoint Red River, oh, which basically killed, um, which killed Codemasters' aspirations to make shooters forever. If that didn't do it, then that's, that. body that's a good thing. Did. That is a good thing because yeah. they make great racing games. But they're, to be they're honest, one, they're, they're, they're they don't the best know what to do with a gun for racing games. You know, they're, they're certainly the best multi-format. The, the best multi-format yeah. studio. I'd say they only, are the best. Only Polyphony and. Uh, Turn ten. Uh, turn ten, yeah. Only they're, they're, they're like ones, and they're both single format. Well, Polyphony make one game every fifty years or something, so yeah. you can't count them. <laughs> it's like Halley's Comet. Yeah. Sorry, you were saying. Mate. No, I was just gonna say one of my favourite afternoons from last year was watching when they got the um. Fi- I don't know if it was the final review code, Mortal Kombat in, and just watching Pellet go through every single f- uh, fatality. We were all gathered round. Yeah. And he'd be like, "Watch this," and it'd be like, "Oh!" You know, these <laughs> kind of crowds of like basically everyone suddenly was twelve in the in the room and going, "Make him, make him pull his spine out," and then he pull his spine out and everyone be like, "Wee!" I like that. That's why we do this job. You don't get a lot of that in Nintendo Land, you see. So no you spine know. ripping in Nintendo no. Land. No, so I, I was I was enjoying that. Yeah. Uh, it's also the month we got our new shot grabber, which never worked. Did uh, it didn't work for the entire whole of last year? <laughs> Does it work, work now? I, we haven't even got any more, have we? We got no. we got it replaced. We got it replaced um, in uh, when we got the redesign. So that wasn't oh right okay. Yeah, this the, is the, the, boring technical talk for a podcast. But, <laughs> yeah. Shot, shot grabber, let, let's just say it's not working May. anymore. May, the biggest game of 2011 on the cover, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Of course, there was that massive leak. Remember the massive leak oh, of God, May? Yeah, the, the whole lot. Spill. I'll tell, yeah. tell you what we didn't mention in January. They announced Battlefield 3. I remember, that, I remember January, being in the office and speaking to the guy, one of the guys on official PlayStation who went to see it before anyone else because I think they did the first cover. And um, <clears throat> it was someone who hadn't played Bad Company 2 and he went and saw it. And he came back and said, oh, it's brilliant. I've never seen anything like it. And he was relatively new and, you know, quite green. And you're thinking, yeah, 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 Rob, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's nothing we've never seen before. And, like, when they released that first, you know, 12-minute gameplay video, everyone was like, bloody hell. Yeah, yeah. actually, it does look incredible. But you're the... Um but he you're, did see you're, it on you're PC. You're the man who still thinks that he was. Who, I didn't say still thinks. I mean, to make that sounds like I'm being accusatory. You're the, <laughs> you're the one man in the office. You're going to conceal who, your accusation behind a more I clever am, rhetoric. I'm going to mask it with uh, some weasel words. <laughs> you're the guy who liked the campaign. Yeah, I, the guy. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, you're the one. Yeah. The that only was, that one. was me. Yeah. So there. Now you know. Um, because it was the campaign footage that wowed everybody, but I think yeah. it was the multiplayer game. Once it was in people's It was always going to be the multiplayer of the game. Yeah. was the thing. But it was just a nice surprise to see it looking so hot. And then eventually it all got whittled down. It, it turned into a nice looking but nothing spectacular mm. Xbox game, which is, you know, fair enough. But yeah, it's all about the multiplayer, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that was the month Dennis Dyke said he, was, he still planned on making Two Human 2. Mm. Yeah. The X-Men Destiny put paid to that, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
What happened to those guys? I have no idea. You they know? made X-Men Destiny. Oh, I really liked yeah. Eternal Darkness back in the day. And their port, we said this before on a podcast, their Metal Gear Solid port was oh, fine. Yeah, apparently good. Kojima doesn't like their port. Yeah? Mm, apparently not. That's probably, what, that's probably what killed him in the games industry. Kojima mm. said, Kojima put out the word, no one else works with this yeah. man. And that was it. Yeah, the just... funny thing was, we were actually um, arranging a... Uh, I guess we can. There's a statute of limitations over on this now. We can say it. We were arranging a cover on uh, Modern Warfare 3. We were going to do one of the first big reveals on it. And then the whole thing got spunked all over the internet. <laughs> so you're like, well, fine, we may as well just do our reporting from home. Because yeah. the, sto- the, story was just, the story was just gone, you know? The story was done. It was uh, yeah, online, beat the world to it because some disgruntled employee or ex employee or whatever it was, I don't think anyone knows to this day where the story came mm. from, just, yeah, was, I... just was like, hey, let's just run the whole story. And you know what? Hey, it was kind of didn't, didn't really worry about it. much needed retaliation. Like twenty eleven, it, it, it's been going on for a while, but it was particularly bad last year. It was just that so many anal PR plans with kind of like here's the press release announcing the trailer, the teaser trailer for the main trailer, yeah. and you're like ah, oh, and to <clears> just have someone come along and basically bust what is probably mm. was going to be the biggest kind of planned PR campaign of the year and go yeah his whole whole game bye you know I was actually I was like brilliant I'm quite, I'm quite pleased that happened I, 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 jolly I look forward to it happening again this must have been this issue must have been turned around fairly late in May because we talk we, we talk quite a bit about um Christmas <laughs> <laughs> how much fun it was <laughs> about Brink oh yeah, <laughs> well, how much you're, fun it was! You're, you're <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, about how much? Yeah, about how much we enjoyed. Brings uh, no Christmas. That was the LA Noir month, though, right? That's the LA Noir yeah. month. Yeah, I uh, liked LA Noir. I liked LA Noir. Yeah, I reviewed it and I gave it a good score. Um, it's a game I would only ever play once. The crazy thing is, though, the uh, <coughs> the I swear I say the fan reaction. They're not fans because of the reaction. It's obvious they're not fans online. You have people going like it's you know a lot of forums. You see people using LA Noir is the shorthand for worst game of last year. As if it's just a fact, like they're like, oh well, we all know it's not as bad as La Noir. You like, what are you talking about? You know, even if even if that game, just idiot games, yeah, it's, the, it's the rock star the, backlash that always it's, happens. It's not the rock star backlash. It's part of it's having like the guy who is genu- generally regarded as the devil himself as your lead producer, and it was the backlash came as every single like half the people who worked on La Noir didn't get credit for it. We found out after the game came out that everyone who was working on it at the end was working, basically did a year of crunch. They didn't see their families, they didn't see their friends, they just worked on this game. Mm. And then what was the reward for the game coming out? Closing the studio. Mm. Because allegedly Brendan McNamara was mis- mismanaged the whole project and it was a massive disaster. And that was what the backlash was related to. No, I don't think people, too many people had problems with the game. Well, what I they had problems with was the way the guys who made it were treated. Yeah, but there is a, there's a lot of backlash against the game as well. You get a lot of people you know, people making these out. I know they're sort of just forum goons who say things like, oh, LA Noir is a one out of ten. But like that is crazy talk. Like that, that game, I really enjoyed the story. I really liked the spooky faces, um, even though the rest of the bodies didn't really come. L.A. Noir is one out of ten. How dare he exploit his staff in such a terrible way, rants man, before pulling on trainers yeah, made by like James kids Cameron's in, meant to in be a Korea. Bit of a dick, isn't he's always like he treats day. everyone on his film set like like muck. Yeah. They say, and you don't go, oh well, I don't like Terminator Two because he shouted at some of the cast. I, I watched care. Terminator Two the other day. That film is brilliant. Yeah, it is, it brilliant. is brilliant. I think it's extra good because he was mean to people on car. He means to work harder. Should put more of that meanness <laughs> yeah. on the screen. I want more of that Cameron meanness. June was the uh, just politely ignore it. <laughs> yeah. June was the month that um, my um, my Ghost Recon visit with no food actually came to fruition on the cover of Xbox World in a very shiny silver cover. Starvation that, what, tour of Paris. What great. beaut! That's, 
Mike's holding up the issue right now, just in case it's not a visual medium. (laughs) E3, folks. What did you guys make of it? You actually went, didn't you? I did, yeah. It was the first E3 I've ever been to, which was exciting. I was mainly left for Nintendo. I was, And the thing is, you know, when you're in there and you're in the zone, you just you block he, everything he, A out. lot of people try to get to E3, even going so far as to set up blogs to get to E3. What you'll find when you, when you go to E3 is you have absolutely no idea what's going on. Because nah. mm. you, you don't get any decent overview of the show. I found myself, when I had the E3 I went to, about eight hours after Sony's conference, saying, what happened at Sony's conference? Asking anyone I could find, like, what happened? And people were going, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't there, but this guy was. What happened? He was like, oh, God, I have to dash out halfway through. Mm. And you end up going through all of these people. Nobody knows what happened. The, the, the best seat in the house, and I'm not just saying this because it's, it's, it's the form we happen to, to, to work on. I honestly think E3 magazines, because the online crowd, they are so desperate to get their first previews out. They're seeing something, making a little half opinion, 300 words. They won't go back to it because that's their preview until they see the game again. You want to wait. The issue after E3 always was, back in the day, Games Master, post E3, you get it, you have all the thoughtful people, the people who've come back, they've actually had time to think about it. Mm. They've, they've digested they've it, it, they've thought about it, and, yeah, and they've built features around stuff. Exactly. And and I, it sounds, it sounds like nonsense. It. it sounds like I'm just pimping up you know, magazines because I happen to work for them. But I honestly think I w- I magazines do, do E3. I think so too. I like the magazine as like a digest of all the yeah, events. Exactly. So it brings it all together. But at the same time, if you if you're playing, um, if you're watching E3 from home, you're really not missing out. Yeah. Like if you look at CBG, you look at any of our esteemed competitors. You know, you're gonna <laughs> what you're gonna find is a great overview of what happens at E3. Yeah. You're mm. gonna know everything, and you're gonna know more about it than we do on the show floor. Like what we'll get to see. People think you go to E3, you play games. No, you don't play games. Maybe if you work for a small blog and you haven't organised wall-to-wall interviews and for the entire event, maybe then you end up standing in a queue for three hours to play four minutes of Super Mario Galaxy mm. Two. Mm. But if you're in our position, you're going to interview after interview after interview, bring him back. Because, I mean, you're, this is the best chance you're ever going to get to get Warren Spector, Cliffy B, Peter Moore, uh, Peter Molyneux all in the same place at once. You can get them all. You can get months of great content from this. Mm. And you can talk to these guys and build really... I, did, I didn't interview anyone. <laughs> what, what a <laughs> But I did play the Zelda Skyward Sword demo 15 times. What a I played through it 15 times. But that meant no one had a, a Skyward Sword preview as detailed as that. It's 15 times good. Yeah. Well, it, it was because it timed out after 10 minutes. But I wanted to complete it. So I got faster and faster at it, better and better at it, until I'd worked out all these shortcuts. And in the end, I was one of the only people to finish it. Good work, yeah. Just a little, a little Nintendo yeah, boast. Uh, just a little boast there. It's well, nice. it's, it was that was my E3 achievement. That's 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 how I justified not interviewing anyone. So <laughs> I find around E3, you just you lose track of of all the things that are happening. So much happens, and because there are now so many websites all trying to compete to bash stuff out quicker than the next, you just get this steady stream of stuff. I mean, you could miss five or six games because you didn't happen to be looking at, at the, the web page that time and of, then um, it, ju- it just gets bumped off the it. bottom. You mm. know, a lot of publishers know it. That's why E3, mm. EA announced uh, Need for Speed The Run a month before. Yeah. That's why Konami had a conference that was a week before E3. Mm-hmm. They know that they're in danger of getting lost oh, yeah. among big games. This year, I think, is going to be less a year for game announcements and more a year for hardware announcements. Mm. And that's always exciting. But what we're going to see at E3 this year is a lot of um, generation-ending games. We're probably not going to see anything of Halo 4 until E3. And at E3, that's going to be the big reveal, and that's going to be one of the biggest games of the show. And 
you're not going to see a lot of games from the next generation, but you are going to see a lot of talk about the hardware of the next generation. I think this is this is the year where that happens. A lot of Wii U stuff as well. Wii U is going to be big, yeah, for sure. But uh, you know, a lot of the games that are going to announce it will be games we've already either already seen on consoles, or already know about, are coming yeah, to consoles. I would, I would. That's the thing. But I would imagine people will be announcing multi-format stuff. Will be using Wii U as a. I'll be very uh, surprised platform. if, for instance, um, you know, you go to E three and hear the Crystal Dynamics guys saying, "Oh, by the way, Tomb Raider also coming to Wii U now." Mm. Like mm. there's going to be a lot of that. It's coming out in August, in October, August, whenever it is, mm. and we're also bringing it to yeah. this. Even like Hitman. Oh yeah, we're you know Hitman's coming in uh, six months, and we're also bringing it to Wii U. Mm. Assassin's Creed also coming to Wii U. That kind of thing. You get a lot of that. But yeah, if you're sitting at home thinking, oh, you know what, I'd like to go to E3 one day. You know, it's, it's. I think it's actually a really nice gig for us guys. It's hard. It's always hard. I mean, it should be hard. <laughs> it's a nice gig for us guys because we get we get good access and then we get to talk to people that don't often talk to people. You know, they're they're too busy doing their own jobs. I mean, games journalists. <laughs> yeah, is the most, it feels like an event when you're there. But it when, definitely feels like something big is happening. But agreed. And, but when and when so you're busy, working for a small blog or something, you don't you didn't quite get that same access. You, Stay you, at home, you, fake it. You will be you will be queuing a lot. And honestly, yeah, honestly, no, no, no. No, no, <laughs> and you'll have you'll have really deep coverage. That was the month of E3, and um, Microsoft went on stage and announced uh, Halo Four and their Halo remake and other things. But they did that all hours after announcing it by accident on the internet. Mm. <laughs> Who's pressing that button early? What gremlin is getting into the system and pressing that upload button too early every single time? Did it all leak on Xbox Live this year? It was on Xbox.com. Yeah, Xbox.com, that was it, yeah. Bet someone gets fired for that. I wonder if they do. Yeah. If you fire the person, eventually you'll just run out of idiots and they won't happen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there are only so many idiots in the world that you can do hire. Do you reckon it's the same man? Yeah, he gets a job somewhere and he it's, 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 That's fired. what happens if you leave your website to be run by the Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Barry? <laughs> oh, no, you've released Halo 4 exclusively. <laughs> Oh, we're going to be in so much trouble. <laughs> Peter Moore, not Peter Moore. What's his name? Who's the? Oh God, I'm blanking on the Xbox guy. Molyneux. No, the the head. Who's the head? Head Xbox man. Oh, Don Matrick. Don Matrick. I'm yeah. coming in, shaking his fist at the Chuckle Brothers. Don Matrick is um, <laughs> wisely stayed off the stage at last of E3. He was there for a little bit, but mostly kept himself off the stage because. He is. Um, he'll, he'll suck the wind out of the room. Any room. <laughs> like you could. You could have the Cirque du Soleil on stage, and he'll come out, and all the, everyone will just be like, "Oh, God." You have poor Daniel's doing one of his tricks on stage. Yeah. The guy. The guy. The, he, he can suck the energy out of any room. Fun vacuum. And he's the. I think, he's and the I, fun hole. And I think, into which we pour fun. <laughs> I'm going to say something in defence of Paul Daniels. Paul Daniels is brilliant. He really is. Yeah, I, would, I don't want to see. I want to see Paul Daniels doing some of that David Blaine stuff. Yeah. Weird. Weird. What a weird conversation. <laughs> Moving on. Let's forget June. Forget June. Yeah, nothing happened anyway. Forget June. We put our Hitman Absolution on the cover of our July issue. Nice one. This was the last issue of Classic Xbox World. It was a strong issue. It was a good what, issue, what actually. We, um, we did a... We, we sort of talked about Dishonored. At, uh, Dishonored was announced in July. That's another example of a bunch mm. of guys saying, you know what, if we announce at E3, we're going to get murdered. Stay next a month later in the pages of Game Informer and took it to Gamescom instead. Mm. Uh, I went to Gamescom in August, so we'll get to that in a minute. But July was kind of that month that no, nobody really knows what's happening. You know, well, it's, it's after E3, everyone's sort of blown their load at E3. They're reeling, then, aren't they? They're sort yeah. of burned out. 
It's and the month just, when yeah, all of the, um, the UK events happen. What uh, people don't know this, but what happens is there's always a big, a big show in in America, and then the bigger publishers will then do events in Europe, mm. small events, their own events, just to give get access to the people who wouldn't have been able to make it to E3. So they're they're re- they're putting all of that together, and then in the middle of all of this, Gears of War three leaks on the internet. <laughs> Uh, out of nowhere, an unfinished version of Gears of War three just pop just pops up on <laughs> that Chuckle Brother again. Is that Chuckle Brother? Yeah, they got fired from Microsoft. Well, no, Microsoft is still working there. <laughs> You're on your last warning. Yeah, <laughs> don't do anything silly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or I'll throw you in my fun hole. Says Matt Trick. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much fun. They they fill it. Wouldn't don't they? talk about Matt Trick's fun hole. <laughs> This is, uh, oh, this is the month when Tim accidentally <laughs> stuck his finger and took his car's cigarette lighter. <laughs> <laughs> another another, another earth-shattering month in video game news, then. <laughs> on, the, on the very same day, I burned my hand with boiling water and doused it with boiling water. Oh, it was a weird day of burning. Mm, spooky. Yeah. Uh, the, the lid popped off my kettle as I was pouring a mug of tea. Uh, I, bur- I, I burned my hand, but then I proceeded to demonstrate Wolverine-like healing abilities, repair, repair it in under a week. Why do we not have tea in the office anymore? We do. We've never had tea in the office. We never had a tea system going on. No, on never had a tea game. Should we do one? I think we should, but who's going to do it? Well, I like see. I don't, I don't I drink hot drink, 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 so I, do. I can let's, only let's drink chilled drinks like milk. Oh really? Yeah. All right. It's weird. Let's do my it. My body's then. quite hot anyway. Um, we so we don't have a tea rotor. In my old job, we used to actually pretty much genuinely take afternoon tea. We would all stop working, have a tea. Mm. But have you been to the, the sort of tea making area? I dropped my monocle in oh, my tea once. Puke in it smells of vomit. Yeah. It does, yeah. Someone left some milk around over for Christmas in it's, the fridge. It's because when I came back, I was like, so excited to be back at work after Christmas. I just puked <laughs> everywhere. All the Haribo <laughs> like eating over Christmas. Five-year-old. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm back. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> There's um, the entire the area we would be able to we would make tea. It's just it's, it reeks of vomit. And here's the thing: we've got a nine-man team. Who's going to clean the mugs? No one's going to do that. Not everyone will have to. But the thing is, if you if you all did it once a day and one person cleaned the mugs, you'd only have to do it every nine days, and that wouldn't seem so bad, would it? I don't want to clean anyone's mug. So you want someone to make tea for you, but you don't want it. No, I just wouldn't clean the mug. You basically want a butler. That's what you want. I, you don't need to clean. It's a self-cleaning thing. You pour liquid into it. Yeah, but it's got lips and stuff touching it. But clearly, you've never worked on a building site because no. if you, if you if you had to <laughs> mug a tea on a building site, you get like a, a your mug would be black. With the, the number of times tea had been poured into it and Great. not cleaned, it's self-cleaning. It doesn't matter. Not these days with all the uh, health and safety regulations affecting the building trade. It's political for those who are interested. We had... Um, it's political. We had. Uh, that was a political point I was making. Yes, you're right. I think, I think it's possible no games came out in July. Oh, something must have come out. Fear oh, 3. Fear. I reviewed that for you oh, guys. That sucks. Yeah, you did. Here it is. What does Matt Castle say about it? No. Workman-like design scuppers rock-solid shooting. There you go. Profound. That's, that's, that's a bit of the old castle magic right there. Yep. <laughs> Profound. Also, Green Lantern, Rise of the Manhunters. I saw some uh, goons in their end-of-year reviews trying to Call claim of that... Juarez the cartel. Mm. I saw some people trying to claim that Green Lantern was actually the <clears throat> underrated gem of last year. What, the movie? No, no, the game. I saw some people going, it was the kind of gears... It was the God of War that kind of want to be, that actually made good. And I was thinking... Nah. It's about a man who makes giant green fists come out of himself. I don't trust anyone who does that. I would say, when I was, even when I was looking at it, you could tell like it was the game 
of all the superhero games. The, the guys... Oh, and Captain America as well. Mm. Those two, you've got the sense that the guys making them sat down and were like, you know what? We've got no budget. We've got no time. But let's, let's make a real go of it. Let's make something we can be proud of. Captain America was a game those guys could be proud of. It? It, it wasn't any good. Yeah, I wouldn't be proud of that. Yeah, but imagine imagine if you get a job to make Captain America yeah. and they say to you, you've got nine months and no money. Yeah. Like, it's not you know it's not going to be good, so you've just got to make it as good as it can be. I'd say, listen, guys, whatever we do, we're not going to be proud of it, so let's just, let's just get it out of the way. Well, that game was as good as it, a game, I think, in made mm. in that kind of time frame could possibly I be. I thought it was know? awful. What, Captain America? Yeah, I didn't play it. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm just being, being mean. Just being asinine. Yeah. Asinine castle. Mm. We relaunched... We relaunched in August, uh, or uh, November 11 issue, 2011 issue. Yeah. Started um, as you meant to go on with that cover choice. Saints Row on the cover. Yeah. That set out the agenda for the mag. It's a funny game to put on the first cover, wasn't it? One of the best reviewed <coughs> games of last year, wasn't it, in the end? Saints Row? Yeah, very well reviewed. It came out well, yeah. It came out. It did, did in, because in all, some, because some places. Well, yeah. America, because they all went, Ford it's funny, you know. <laughs> that was basically it. Is that what they said? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it, yeah. Games Radar, Games Radar US gave it a uh, <laughs> 10 out of 10. The UK team, yeah. I think I'm probably okay to say this, livid. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely fuming. Yeah. But that's another story. <laughs> this, was, uh, this was the month... No, this was because um, we launched we launched out late. So this was the month I went to Gamescom. Every year, the entire UK games industry relocates to Germany, takes over the town. Everyone knows where everyone's going to meet, and then you'll stay up till four in the morning, and then you'll go to bed, and then you'll wake up with a belly full of booze and sausage. Breakfast. Yeah, and you'll you'll roll into the Gamescom again at like eight thirty in the morning, and by the end of the week. You'll be a, a brutal shell of a man. You'll be a true man. Well, I went when I went when I went in two thousand and nine. It was, it was the experience was so rough on my body. I didn't drink any booze for a year. <laughs> the first time I touched any alcohol was the was Gamescom the following year. <laughs> I, I, I was so, my body was so burnt out because you get no recovery time. Mm. You drink a load of booze and you think normally you'd be like, oh, hangover, must have fry up. You do yourself a fry up and you're like, oh, if I, I just drink Coca Cola all day and a caffeine and keep me going. You don't get that. You're back to work. You you sleep for three hours and you're back to work the next day. It's a rough you've ride. Just got, and all you've got is like obscuro German point-and-click adventures to keep you going. <laughs> <laughs> How many hotspots does it have? <laughs> it is PC central because yeah. Germany is a huge All these strategy PC games. Market. Every combination of forces fighting another force. So like astronauts versus dinosaurs <laughs> and dinosaurs versus the historical kings of England. And you're just like... What? And we're there's a crowd to, for it. We're getting to the point now where it's like um, the news is becoming like recent news, you know? It's sort of, you're into that final stretch of the year. So I'm actually going to sort of stop doing the um, what was the news in the month at this point. But what were your memories of the redesign? Because you were redesigning on PSM3 at the time. Mm, yeah. And we should say, like, both magazines were designed to be have a similar structure with the intention of sort of sharing content down the line, which is, it, which is exactly what ended up happening. Mm. How did you find the redesign? Because you redesigned a month before us. Yeah, it was quite exciting seeing all the, the pages coming out, and they were all all new and, and fresh looking. Because I mean, the old the old version of PSM, I won't talk about it too much, but it was complete. It wasn't fit for purpose. It, it was it was it was based on sort of an old way of working, so it was difficult to fill it up every month. Um, with the Built staff for the days when mag teams were like fourteen strong. Yeah, and, and where. 
where we got like as much access as we liked and assets yeah. coming out of our fan holes. Yeah. Fun so, holes. <laughs> so um and, and and it didn't look very modern, it sort of looked made, made it look like a you know, you know, like you see in science fiction films from the seventies, where they imagine what twenty ten might have looked yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, It sort of looked a bit like that. Um, but then, then you know, w- watching the new one come out is like a breath of fresh air, really. And when, whenever we make, I mean, it, it, the when when you get the final product, you may not think, you may not think about some of the things, some of the work that's gone into it. But like when we're choosing day one, for example, we'll. You know, it could take like a, a day to go back and forth for us saying, well, have we put the right picture there? No, that's not quite right. We need to put a different one in. It's and and, and is this, is this the, preview the working with this one? Should we should we be following this with this game? And I, I guess if you don't notice it when, you, when you're when you flicking through the mag, then it's job done. But, but the, you know, every, every time when we're doing, we're laying anything out or writing anything, we think, if you are reading this and someone looks at you when you're reading it, are you going to feel like a dickhead? Yeah. And and if the answer is you know, yes, yeah. it's 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 changed. You know, you, the the funny thing is, we should we gotta say it, man. We gotta say it. Mistakes do get through, even with that level of detail. We're, we check every little thing on the page, well, we and human. then and then you ship the magazine. You're like, oh god, page twenty says PSM at the bottom. And this is Xbox World. <laughs> oh, he spelled pellets no oh, more again. And this this happens you know, <laughs> which, because which we we're working with um, we gotta say, not the biggest team in the world. And occasionally, little things like that get through. We apologise for them. It's, uh, it's, we're, and we try our best to uh, to cut down on them. I think anyone listening to the podcast would forgive it because these are you guys are the you know the, the hardcore. We're you're the guys we're really really producing this content for. Um, what was on the second uh, redesign well, issue? Well, I can tell you that. Tell me that right now. We're, Aliens we're, Colonial Marines. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Delivered inside. <laughs> the funny thing about Aliens Colonial Marines is that nobody got excited about it. Yeah. Because mm. we were excited about it and we took it to our readers, we took it to you guys, and you guys were like, nope. 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 Don't want that. See, see you next month, guys. Yeah. Uh, we're not buying this particular issue. And that was one of our lower selling issues. No mm. one cares about Aliens Colonial Marines. Turns out. Yeah. yeah. It was a. It, 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 it took us. It took us by surprise. Something, yeah. something about that game doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. I think it's. I. I never. When if someone's. You know. So like when someone announces a game, you know, they they obviously going to put their best foot forward, and you're like, okay, what is it? What are you selling me this on? And if someone comes to you, and in the first thing they say to you is, we work with the original studio to make sure all the sets are the exact dimensions they would be in real life. You know that is going to stink. Yeah. Here's a mega alien if, boss. If the best thing you have to say about your game is that it's true to something, ow, T. But it isn't, is though. It isn't true. I mean, that is, it, that it, is, feels, that is it feels a, a lot thing. like Aliens, like, for the first ten minutes. And then you can tell it's like it's like someone's... Oh, can we talk about Randy Pitchford? Oh, I, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> so it's like it's like someone's someone's gagged Randy Pitchford for ten minutes and tied him to his chair, yeah. and it, you can see him like shake, shaking away, going because mm, he wants to he wants to blurt out how awesome everything is, and then you know after the first ten minutes of gameplay, it's as if Randy Pitchford suddenly been unleashed upon the game, and it's like this massive alien bursts through a door and starts chewing people's heads off, and it all goes you know just. Just ridiculously over the top action. You think, yeah, that's what it's going to be like for the rest of the game. I think the problem with Aliens is that you are so stuck with what's been put on screen already. Yeah. You know what the guns are. Yeah. You know what the enemies are going to be. You know what the lead characters are going to be like. Mm. What can you do now? 
That's it. It's, it's done. It's all set. Like you've got essentially w like one iconic gun. You can chuck in a shotgun as well. You can look at. You can have the flamethrower slung under the gun too. Okay, that's 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 right. You got sentry guns. Brilliant. Mm. Which was only in the Aliens director's cut, by the way. Mm. It's interesting. The director's cut has been is so much better known than the original cut of Aliens that everyone nobody really realizes that that the, mm. that was mm. never in the original cut. Yeah, it's canon now, isn't it? And you know what the aliens going to be because you got the face hugger, got the chest burster. You've got the big alien, and the boss is going to be the queen alien. Mm. And anything that comes in between, like all of those things, it always looks goofy as hell. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in a, in a game, you can't just have that. Because here's the thing, here's how, here's how an alien's going to fight you. It's going to run at you, try to slash you. Mm. That's it. Who cares? It's boring. It's a boring thing That's to fight. Thing. You see, I bet they've added ones that shoot projectile acid or some uh, bullshit. Yeah, it's, it, it always seems goofy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Always seems so, so goofy. I hope they have that milky bar thing from the end of uh, Alien Resurrection. Oh, yeah, the, the newborn. half human, half, yeah, 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 yeah the hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> that thing, and you're just like, oh, what is this? I forgot all about that until, like, until Andy one, Kelly was re-watching them. One quick time event, you just press a button, stamp on it, that's it. <laughs> and they had, they had trouble when they brought the Predator in, made a game Aliens and yeah. Alien versus Predator. Sorry. But fighting a Predator could be fun, you know? But, they, they but, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ways to fight. But the original, the, you know, the PC original Aliens versus Predator. Oh, that was good, yeah. That was a great Aliens game. Yeah. Because you were really scared of the Aliens. Yeah. Hmm. Job done. Just copy that. I think Aliens, an Aliens game should be what the game that uh, Creative Assembly are making right now, a survival horror kind of game. And the best Aliens game is Dead Space. Yeah. Mm. That's, yeah, you've yeah, got, you've got right. your Aliens game right there. You're on a ship, it's infested with aliens, and you need to get off that ship. Mm. How? How are you going to do it? There's your Aliens game. Uh, it, it, the trouble with Aliens is that they're, they're always going to put up a boring fight, but you know what? So did the Necromorphs in, uh, in Dead Space. What made them interesting is that you blew bits off to, to take them down, you make the aliens game like that. They keep, they just keep coming. They got a big armored head. They just keep coming at you. Headshots, no good. Take off their limbs, take off their arms, and don't kill them too close to you because you get doused in acid. Mm. They, they should have it. The acid eats through the environment. So like the environment is like the more you shoot them, and they're just bleeding everywhere, and the environment's all melting. Yeah, no, no, just, just, just adding more awesome. Oh, That's what they're that. doing instead. <laughs> yeah. Not readers did like though. What Mass Effect Three? The old Next Mass issue. Effect. Yeah. Oh, that was strong. Uh, so this is the issue. Um, this was our uh, issue on shelves October, September, October time. So we reviewed Forza, we reviewed Dark Souls. There are too many games to even go into around this time of year. It was ridiculous. Mm. It was too much. I haven't played a lot of them. Batman, Batman as well. Yeah, Same I, pl month. I played. Uh, I played all of them over Christmas, and I got to the point where I was just after Christmas, just before the New Year. I I'd, I'd overdosed. I was done. Mm. Too many games. Too much fun. Sat on yourself for drooling. Fun. You'd had too much game. Trust the trouble with Matt Castle's gonna make make some uh, make some snorting laugh. No, I'm not. To, 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 to piss I'm scared on. you're gonna beat me up after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to, to piss on. Yeah. What I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree completely. It was too much, right? Uh, it was yes. It Good. was way too much because I was playing some PlayStation Three stuff as well, so it all became a bit. It almost brings us up to date, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Call of Duty on the cover. Oh, I enjoyed that Call of Duty. Not yeah. everyone did. Yeah. Xbox. Not uh, great. Alan Wake. On Alan the Wake. Yeah. When I did it was the last Wake. issue of the year. When I did the Call of Duty press trip, uh, just because you you had your little press trip stories, because uh, it was like a fly out there, do it in a day, come back, and like the worst game to play with jet lag is you're kind of locked in a room with explosions for six hours and the guy gave me the most heinous burrito to eat in the middle of it <laughs> so I was sitting there it was in this dark room and I got like the do you ever get the I don't know the meat sweats where you've eaten like so much meat that you just start like 
because your body's like, it's tired from eating, because yeah. it's digesting. <laughs> so I was just sitting there, I felt naturally feverish because of the jet lag. And then I got this meat stuff and the whole room smelled of this like nasty gravy that was on the burrito. <laughs> I was just sitting there in this like meat hell. That's, like, that's your Captain enduring Price, memory of Call of Duty. Captain Price shouted at me and then I gave it 91. Yeah. <laughs> <Or> 90. <laughs> at the end, that's what I remember. I just came out of this sort of meat phase. Do you still sweat every time you play it? Uh, like yeah. ghost meat sweats <laughs> yeah that's right what did you guys play over Christmas oh I, I played I played uh, two things I did I because one, one thing I won't talk about again because it was NBA 2K <laughs> I've already talked about that I just played it a lot I did another game. season you're a fiend for it I've oh, put man. a lot of hours into it it's, you, it's you were working out the hours the other day it's half an hour a game half an hour a game and you, how many games you played 155 Nah, Which pallet was here? He could he could work it out for us. Yeah, but it's in the uh, it's about seventies or eighties. Yeah, seventy-seven, seventy-eight. Hours. Blimey, I've not spent anything. And you add, add to that the time, add to that the time micromanaging your team between games and stuff. Yeah, yeah, bumping up all my stats and whatnot. It's terrifying. Uh, I also played because I uh, did quite a bit of travelling over Christmas, so I played a lot of scribble notes. Yeah. Oh, I hate scribble notes. I liked it. Yeah, you like it as well, right? I like I, I like the idea so much because I, I played it on DS, where it's not as you played it on iPhone, right? iPad, yeah. iPad, yeah. Yes, yeah, so so if it, our listeners don't know, it's a game basically you get your task with these puzzles and you can spawn into the world anything yeah. you write down. It's amazing. You can spawn a dead child. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Brilliant. You can. <laughs> There's no puzzle where you have to spawn a dead child. So why you spawn one, I don't know. But like, if you if you if you write space shuttle, you're getting a space shuttle. Yeah. You write plane, which you're a plane. like Car, for, for me, I the actual the actual games a bit. Well, like, what are some other words you could you could write, Matt Castle? Any words? Any words? Bottle, table, Bottle. microphone, coat, wall. What, what are some other curtains. words? I could just get any word. If you name a word, it's in there. But you know what? Guess what? When I was playing the game, I I got this kind of instantly got writer's block instantly. The second I picked up that game. I just thought, like, what, what kind of, we can spawn anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, Apple? <laughs> Bazooka. Right. Now, turns off. Yeah. Turns off game, never plays again. So you like the idea so I much? Like, yeah, I like the idea so much. I'm willing to forgive it. It's got on the DS anyway. It had a really wonky control scheme. Like the little, the main guy, Maxwell, is the, mm. it's the, you can create anything, oh, but you can't control idea. anything. <laughs> That's the problem with it, because he's a complete jerk. But um, It's cool, because if, if you spawn two things at an hour, you spawn a dog, you spawn a cat, they will fight one well, another. It's the thing, yeah. everything's got, they've, they use this incredibly complicated sort of um, objective system, which is based in where every item, like when they create every item, they just go through a checklist and sort of tick wood, and then the game knows that wood has these properties, it burns, it floats. Mm. So there are, it uses like generalizations to get round it. But on the whole, you know, if you put down like an apple next to a bear, it won't eat it. If you put down anything meat, it will, including a child, because the child has ticked the meat box because it's made right. of flesh. So it's it's a really smart, like, I like you it just as a... funny interaction. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. It's mainly about just tooling around in it, going, oh, look at this, I just made a fridge drop I, on a witch. I did, I did that for an hour, and then I was done. But... I find it's something you can keep coming back to it, and I was sort of wowed by the trick enough that it kind of did it for me. I but enjoyed it, yeah, when I was playing it. It's the first time I played it. I was aware of it beforehand. And how much is it on the iPad? I bet it's, it's, it's not much. No, I think it's about £1. 50, six quid or something. No, it's not even that. I think it's like three quid. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Any object in the world for three pounds. Yeah. That's all right. I mean, it's a lot of hours of, of, of entertainment for just, for just for messing me, about. it was one hour, and I was done. It was just like, oh, that's it. Because when... Finished. Yeah. There's no, there's no way to sort of play your Xbox games on the move, but yeah, 
Just you may as well play something. Yeah. Just have a yeah. little fiddle. What about you, Matt? What did you play? Uh, uh, I I, I played Catherine actually. Uh, the very odd Atlas's sort of uh, survival horror romance sim. Um, which uh, I I don't know. Will you guys be reviewing it this month? No, it's we've reviewed it. Oh, already. you reviewed it already yeah, on import. import. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, so I finally played through that. It's coming out over here on February the tenth. Uh, a very cunningly timed to be just before Valentine's Day. Um, and it's Atlas's new game, made for, by the Persona team, who are an amazing team. Amazing they, I mean, team. Persona Four, yeah. Persona Three, two of the best RPGs I've ever made. Very sort of. It shares some similarities. If you ever played the Persona, in that it's sort of split into kind of game portion and a kind of sort of social sim portion. Hmm. Uh, except it's a lot more streamlined in Catherine. The idea is you're this guy, uh, Vincent, who has uh, a romantic quandary. You know, he, he's 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 got this like nagging girlfriend who wants him to settle down. He doesn't really want to because he's a bit of a doofus. He meets this this uh, this girl in a bar, Catherine, yeah, who's, you know, sort of, sort of throws himself at him. But he, so he has this sort of problem where he's kind of two-timing this, this sort of his long-term girlfriend. And this sort of... Manif- it's over the course of a week, isn't it's it? It's over the course of the week. But this, at night, it sort of manifests itself as this giant mountain climbing you, challenge. You play his dreams <laughs> and his dreams are like these metaphors. He's being chased by like... Doesn't he get chased by a massive arse with a tongue a, a, a big, a big... Yeah. A, and yeah, weird. And it's he gets, really he, weird. He thinks at one point his girlfriend says, oh, you know, I'm going to have a baby. And he's like, oh, no, I've been cheating on you in his head and then that night he gets chased by this horrible kind of zombie baby but like the actual the idea is pushing puzzle is brutal it's really really hard really and not hard. like and yeah, I, I said it to easy it, and I, I struggled man. yeah it's the problem is it's a little bit fiddly and it's um in some of the block some of the actual climbing controls are rubbish which don't really help matters but it's also it's really really freaking obtuse and out there i mean you have to sort of push these blocks around to create staircases they sort of stick at edges so you have to build these weird and there's all these different strategies and i don't really understand it i finished it after much swearing um, it's also got a really nasty habit of instantly killing you with traps. The bosses can just go, oh yeah, by the way, you're dead now. And you're like, oh. And it's like, eh, that's just what life's like, isn't it? And it's sort of, but it almost gets away with it because you want to see where this very mundane story is going. The social sim aspect is really well presented. Yeah, and it's really well nice, written. It's a like, nicely told story, really well translated. Yeah, they just feel like dudes hanging out in a bar, like it's him and his friends, and he's sort of going, oh, I've got this situation with my girlfriend. They're like, oh man, you're such a doofus, you're going to blow this. Yeah, and, and you, get, so you, you, get, you get up, you walk around, you talk to other people in the bar. Yeah. Bar it, stuff. And for me, the, one of the most, the, the most interesting tricks the game pulls is when you're doing the nightmares... It asks you questions as mm. you go. So when you ever get, you get to a checkpoint, it'll say something like, if you cheated on your girlfriend, would you tell her about it? Mm. If you cheated on your partner, would you tell her about it? Um, is it better to be uh, a liar or you know, something yeah. else? Do you, wanna, do, do you want to pursue a life of uh, peace and tranquility or a life of chaos? Yeah. Do you want mm. excitement and adventure or peace yeah. and tranquility? It'll be all these little, just these 50-50 choices. You go all the way. And when you answer, you see how the community answered. Mm. And you get a really interesting insight into what other players think. Mm. But specifically, a very interesting insight into what American Atlas game <laughs> fans are into, what RPG players are like. So there's a lot of white knighting in that game. Yeah. You, you, hear, you find a lot of people, it's like, would you... Um, would you, you know, is, is it, are, you, are you looking for like companionship and love? Or you know, sex and adventure? And it's always like... Oh yeah, I definitely want the uh, companionship and the love. <laughs> yeah. like, like, dude, you're at sex in sixteen years. Come on, <laughs> you know it's it, you get these great, but you always get these really interesting results. Yeah, yeah. And you get you, it is you do start sensing maybe my moral my yeah, maybe my moral compass is a little bit skewed. Mm. Certainly in my case, I it's, did. It's a really interesting game. It's it's 
I don't know if it's like worth a, a complete asking price, like forty pounds. It's quite quite short and really hard, like not yeah. satisfying. But mm-hmm. like you're literally just doing the puzzles to get to the next cool kind of anime cutscene or whatever. But you know, if you can find it like cheap, like a rental, it's a perfect rental. It's a really interesting story, and also it turns out, without spoiling it, sort of being a message to the kind of fanboy who would play that game. It's kind of about guys of a certain type and it's a message to them and it's really re- interesting it's definitely yeah, not a I waste think, of I your time I think anyone who's like it's like well, I mean we're, we're all close to 30 or whatever either one side or the other and it's kind of like that sort of that perpetual boyhood thing yeah. right? sort of the, yeah, which everyone has these days yeah. you know it, when, since when did it become normal for you know a guy who's 40 to, <laughs> to, be, to dress in urban out is that a snort again Always. No, I was, I was laughing in agreement. When I snore, Always. it's agreement. It's just it's <laughs> astonishing. It, it's like there's someone actually wrote um, an article about this for I think possibly a New Yorker, saying um, like when did it become normal for guys who were forty to shop in Urban Outfitters and walk around with like listening mm. to I don't know uh, the, the Strokes or something. I oh, think not Strokes, but you know some called Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, with uh, I don't listen to. Popular music. I don't know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> with, with like on their iPod, you know, yeah. shop wearing like you know, you know, sort of APC jeans from uh, yeah. from Urban Outfitters. You know, when did that become normal? It just is now. Yeah, people people st- have stopped growing up, mm. and I think that's actually kind of cool. I yeah, actually, I actually quite like that. But you know, Catherine's got some. Yeah, it's just nice to have a game that talks about that and not about what it's like to save the universe from an alien invasion. It's about sorting out your life. You're mm. a bit of a doofus. Can you sort out your romantic life? That's a really interesting challenge. You know, that games don't very rarely pose you. So still want to have a Persona Five though. Oh yeah, definitely. It's nothing. It's not like a major. No. <laughs> hey, pick it up when it's a little bit cheaper. Though. Yeah, That's definitely. Yeah. How about you, Mike? Uh, I played Uncharted 3 on PS3. I also talked about the Xbox and I played a minute ago. Uncharted 3. Not played it. Boring. Exciting. Boring. It's all exciting. Boring. It's a, well, I see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fool's game. Well, I liked it. I just thought every time they had a good, every time they had a good idea, they just did too much of it. Um, and I kept getting lost. Like I, I, This has been true for me in every Uncharted hmm. game. Um... Naughty Dog, as talented as they are, and they really are very good at what they do, they haven't got a clue how to direct a player. I'll get into a room and I'll look around and I'll be like, I don't know where to go. I have no idea. So I'll just jump at everything until he sticks to something. Mm. Like the, um, the, the boatyard. You know, when you're going that's the, the only bit I didn't like, I admittedly. Yeah, that, that's a bit, that, that's, that bit's a bit rough. I mean, again, it's not like I'm doing it in every single room I go into, but every now and again you'll hit like a... a yeah, I know. I, I, where, yeah. like, where do I go? I'll concede the boat bit. But I liked a lot of it. I think they're really good at building... Um, I really like their temple entrances. I love the way it's all ancient mechanisms and you're kind of like lighting these and then everything grinds open and well, you're like, I, I, I tell you what, I really enjoyed that puzzle in Uncharted where you had to walk out, work out on the wall where the three pieces went on the grid. Yeah. And you actually have to look at the... You have to, you, it doesn't ever tell you what you have to do, mm. which is nice because Uncharted puzzles normally are just like... Uh, there's a switch and there's a hey, ball. Hey, Drake, let's push this box. Yeah, and you're there's, like, a, there's, oh, a, there's a switch, there's a big ball you can roll. Yeah. <laughs> what, do, what do I do? Tell you what else did that really well. Castlevania did that well. The Castlevania yeah. Lords of Shadow. Really yeah, made. good puzzles. It, it did the puzzles really well. And the other thing it did is it allowed you to skip them as well if you didn't want to do them. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah you, had to, you, had to forfeit, you had to forfeit hero points, which you got, which you used to upgrade all your stuff. Yeah. But if you didn't really didn't want to do the puzzle, you forfeited the points and it would just solve it for you. just a murder spree. Mm. <laughs> with, um, Getting murdered spree. With Uncharted, they had that great puzzle and you had to just work it. You'd look at the floor... And depending on which side you look at that, there's tiles. Yeah. The tiles change. Mm. 
really, really clever puzzles. And, and there was more than one good, well, clever puzzle in that game. Yeah. There several puzzles. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's because you play, I, I played it in little bits, you know. And, it, and the thing is, if you play it in little bits, like an hour here and there, yeah. like it's like, whoa, what an adventure! And then I, you do I it again. And it. it was horrible. If you marathon it, then I guess you see how it all works. But I very rarely play games for marathon these days. Mm, yeah, bit I, of an old man. I, I just, I kind of felt like the, the the game didn't have a bad guy. He had that British guy. Yeah, but he, what does he voiced do? Voiced by uh, Travis Touchdown, incidentally, really? from No More Heroes. Really? Yeah. What does he ever do to me? He, he, goes, he, he goes, hello, Drake, <laughs> a lot, and things like that. <laughs> he doesn't really do anything in the whole game. Yeah. He spends a lot of time running away from he you. Should, that's a brilliant, the runaway, the chase no, sequence. because it's always so oh. smoke and mirrors that you, you can't lose. But, but you go into it, they, but it doesn't matter. And it goes on for so long. Yeah, but that's why it's so funny. They're just like, every time he thinks it's about to stop, he's like, oh, this ha-, He says himself, oh. like, oh, I can't believe this is carrying on. And they're both like, oh, oh, out of breath by the end of it it's like we simply cannot run any faster oh, and, and a it, bit in the oh. desert as well so boring it went on forever <laughs> just went on forever I was like I get your point he's been walking in the desert for a long time but it didn't make me walk in the desert for a long they time they didn't make you walk it I didn't like that bit because it didn't make me walk in the desert long enough it was <sighs> Like, I wanted it to have a really experimental like made me walk in the desert for two hours then you'd feel like shit I'm in the desert I really like that game. I really rate it. You know what? As I know much, a lot of people as much, don't as much, as much as I'm saying all this stuff, I still probably would. If I had to put a number on, I probably would have given it like an eight or ten. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thoroughly enjoyed it, but it's, it, it, I thought it was boring. And I know that sounds like how is that even possible? That you can enjoy it and find think it was boring. Um, I liked every moment in the game up to the part that I got bored with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I got to, <laughs> uh, every moment was really good, and they all went on 20, 30 seconds too long. And I got to the point where I was like, I am bored now. Next. Oh. Well, maybe you just got a shorter attention span. Maybe. Yeah. I like I like my thrills to come in thick and fast. Um, on 360, I played a lot of Forza. <laughs> a lot of Forza. I've been listening to, um, of all things, like a lot of um, shoot wrestling interviews lately. I don't know that. A shoot interview is like where they talk about the business without any bullshit, without right. any, without any of the stories of the wrestling. Right. It's just they go, they break the fiction of wrestling and they just talk about like it's uh, not story. The Undertaker it's Steve Stories. Undertaker Stories who's doing his story <laughs> that, that kind of thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm watching like loads of those lately and what I find at the end of the day is I like to put on a little Forza put the uh, put the uh, the shoot interview on and just listening listen to some stories from the old days of wrestling like the 80s and 90s uh, which was when I wasn't wrestling mm. and do, do, la- do endless laps on Forza literally endless laps just say, pick a track I you like. You say Uncharted 3 is boring. You're driving round and round and round a thing. I'm trying to improve myself every time. Well, it's just it's just what you do. I mean, the reason <laughs> I've pulled so many hours into NBA is something I just wouldn't wouldn't do in any other game is because you just sort of iterating a little bit at a time. You're playing it you, for you, like you, two you hours, find two your hours own weaknesses, at a game. right? You yeah, find, you, 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 you just bumping up your character. You, you know, you some games you win, some games you lose. And the, the, the joy of it is listening to... Is you're on the court for thirty minutes, and it's listening to the the commentary men talking about what you're doing. It's relaxing. They're just sort of saying, <laughs> "Oh yeah, oh, he's word. doing that now." And the last time these teams met, this happened, and mm. I think they should have done this better. They should have done that. We better, started liking boring games because we're old. Do you think? I think that's what it is because you guys are slightly older than I, I th- am. I think I think it's to do with like you being old. It, no, it's that it's that grinding thing. It's it's what happens. It's why, see, it's why like so many grind. millions like of people love World of Warcraft. Oh World of God! Warcraft oh my God! It's a pile of crap. I've been playing. But, I was playing the Old Republic. I'll bring yeah. it to that in a minute. 
but but people just just grind through and through because they think, oh god, I could just get another twenty carrots or whatever, and then that would knock me oh, no, up to I, level forty four. I, I get the I and, love the grind, but and the, and games are getting so good at just pulling you in and saying. Just get this little bit here. If you play another another you know, another John, hour or so, John you might Blow get this. John some interesting things to say about this. Uh, creator of Braid and mm. doing the Witness this year, he said games. We said game designers have got so good at designing games, they don't have to make games fun anymore. Mm. They just have to. They, they they've engineered around fun. You can think you're having fun even when you're not, because. That's what MMOs do, essentially. Mm. They, they keep rewarding you with stuff, and the pleasure is in the rewards, not the process of getting the rewards. So you're not, you're not ever having really fun with it, mm. but you get this constant drip of stuff, and the stuff is fun. Like, wow, look at, look at look how good I look. look how, and the, the fun is being there with your friends. The designers haven't actually made a fun game. They've just made fun stuff to throw at you. Find that when I'm playing with Skyrim. You know, you, you're going around, but in Skyrim... You get all this fun stuff and you micromanage your inventory and you think, yeah, I can keep this sword if I ditch this this bit of uh, ore and I can do that and do this. And yeah, I can just about fit in with that. I can carry all this stuff around. I carry some stuff around, some awesome kit around for hours because I'm too scared to use it because I'm thinking, once I've used it, once I've used I've it, I'll so get bored of it. I've got so or, many scrolls. I've got so many Or it'll be scrolls. gone. Like, I've never. I think I've used the scroll like three times. I've got, I've got I'm these, waiting for the moment I need it. I've got these potions, which are really badass potions. I think... I can't use that here. Yeah. I've died like 10 times, but I can't use I've got that here. I've invisibility potion, but I'm just going to try and sneak it. And mm. I'm like, I'm, I know I can do it. Reload, quick save, reload, quick save, reload. And this goes on and yeah. on. I've been probably playing the Old Republic. And that does exactly what I just said. The MMO mm. trick is full of fun rewards with no fun game. But people are going to love it, and a lot of people are going to hate me for having said it. But you know what? I actually quite like the game. Um, it's actually like a, it's like a Bioware MMO. Hmm. Which well, is a bio. It is yeah, a bio. Yeah, yeah. But it, what I mean is, oh. it's like a bio. It's, like, it's really like Bioware made it. You yeah. like, you're like, it's not just another MMO. It's really, really Bioware. Mm. Like they have the conversation wheel. And they have moral choices. And every quest is voiced. It's a 25 gig installer for this game because oh. every quest is voiced. And you go through this world and. The worlds are really massive, and because it's they're, they're all instants, they actually feel a little bit lonely because mm. every world is its own separate space. Like World of Warcraft's got one big sprawling world, yeah, yeah. whereas this is like, you know, instant spaces. So it actually just feel a little bit lonely sometimes. But that's that's, 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 view, that's yeah. kind of the weakness of the fiction. But otherwise, the game's telling really good stories in a way that most MMOs don't. Because every time you take a quest, you get a fully voiced story. Isn't it all a little bit, fetch me five Ewok pelts? It is. <laughs> you know. It is just like any other MMO. Yeah, but, yeah. This, but this time it's a guy who's got a good reason for you doing it. You know, Fetch it, me five Ewok posts so I can rule the universe. <laughs> and that's, that's, all, that's, yeah. that's all they had to do to make the quest Fault's more missing. To yeah. make the quest more interesting. That's all they yeah. had to do. Um, so you, you end up playing this game which feels like a because there's so few people playing it and there's not there's millions of people playing it mm. but the server's all even if the server's completely rammed it feels kind of empty because right. the spaces are so huge and they're all instanced mm. you go around this, flying around the galaxy you're doing your thing and you really feel like wow this is, this is like a Mass Effect or something this is like Knights of the Old Republic we've got so much game here mm. And you can even you can sort of get a sense of like of like where Mass Effect three some some of the tricks Mass Effect three might pull you down the road, you know. But it's still pulling all those MMO tropes. It still is go kill, go get the Ewok pelts. Yeah. It's still go. It's still go shave a Wookie. Yeah. Oh. You know it's it's, it's still the same old. It's a Wookie mistake. 
So perhaps, and this is sort of moving the, moving us on a little bit, perhaps our New Year's resolution should be to play more exciting games and just stop playing boring games that aren't fun. I'm going to try a new what, genre. What, what is, Matthew Castle, oh. to put you on the spot, what is your, your gaming New Year's resolution? Because well, I, got... I, I don't know I don't know whether I want to know no, I don't how, want many, to... how much weight you want to lose or whatever. But Why would you naturally go for weight? That's, that's, that's very that is rude. the most common <laughs> New Year's resolution. It's not as rude as you snoring at my moment, moment of, of clarity. That's the most <laughs> common New Year's resolution. Right. Oh, I've got to lose weight. Okay. Um, well, not, I, I'm not saying you're fat. It's a kind of a half form resolution at the moment, but it's fine because I haven't broken it. Right. It, okay. Uh, um, I want to try... I, <laughs> stupid Matt. This is, it's going to sound very half-formed and half-assed. I really want to try to get to know a new genre, but I haven't picked what it is yet. Because strategy I'm ve- games. I'm very... Because you were saying this morning how bad you are. I'm, I know... I, the thing is, strategy games just don't work with my brain because I freak out. I get very upset if there's more than one thing happening at once. Whatever it is, I need to control one thing. But I'm basically sick of... There's lots of games coming to the office that I simply can't review because I don't. That's a good resolution. I don't know about mm. them. I don't know about racing games. I don't know about sport any sports games, and I certainly don't know about fighting games. And I'm thinking like I'm, I'm going to pick a genre. I'm going to work through it. You know, maybe go back with some like SNES things or N64 stuff. You know, some earlier stuff. Get into it. And actually, try and learn something that I don't know because I feel like I'm just sort of puzzles and adventure games, and everyone likes those. So <laughs> I want to have. I want to get a bit specialised, but I don't know what. So I'm going to work it out. I know that's why it's half-assed, but it is going somewhere. I just haven't worked out what to do. I had a little go at f- when Street Fighter 4 came out. A little part of me was like, yeah, I could get on with this. But I lacked the discipline that a New Year's resolution might lend me. So I'm going to, I'm going to give a go at something. I'll, I'll work it out. I'll tell you on the next podcast what I'm going to do. I haven't worked it out yet. Maybe mm. driving games. Mm. I was watching my little brother play uh, Hot Pursuit. My little brother loves Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, yeah. and he's really good at it, and he's nine, and it embarrasses me to see this nine-year-old so good at something, which I'm terrible at. So uh, maybe maybe racing games, and writing. I'll go home. And, Your little, mm. little brother's really good at writing as well, probably. He's really good at writing reviews. Yeah. 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 Should employ him. <laughs> probably. <laughs> what about you, Andy Harrison? Oh, um... It should be to play more games, I suppose. But I haven't got the topic. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the Vegas resolution. But, I guess play more games. But, but I, I, think, I think what I'd like to do this year is make sure Xbox World's got a proper website. I'd love that more than anything. A proper, yeah, proper, a proper website. Because nice. we miss out. We miss out so much with, that, with not having... I mean, I know we're on, we're on, on that blog on, on CVG, which you... Can't find unless you. Yeah, you can't find it. We you don't, practically we don't, because hack you can, CVG. Because you can't find it, we don't update it. It's, yeah. it's not the other way around. <laughs> it's, it's, that, that's, that's why. That's why our Facebook group is loaded um, with content and our own blog. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got we we do Facebook and Twitter fairly well, but I'd li- I'd like to do like a little website with all our our personality stuff on it, and you know, just just so oh, not our personalities. Nobody wants that. No. Well, not all well maybe not. Maybe we'll keep it professional. No, no. I'm, but you know. That that will that will be my New Year's resolution. Let's let's get a website this year. Mm. Oh, that's good. That's me. That's a good resolution. And what about you, Mike? What's your New Year's resolution? I'm perfect already. Uh, uh, no. no, seriously, though. Uh, uh. You haven't done one of your chuckles. You need to do one of your snort, your <laughs> chuckling snort snorts of derision. It's not a snort of derision. A snort of derision is. <laughs> this is more of a. <laughs> that sounds like a derisive snort to me. No, it's not. It's definitely not. I actually do have um. One podcast-related uh, resolution. It's, 
It's not to do a five-hour podcast like we were talking about on the way over. Is it? I'm not doing that. It's not to do a five-hour podcast. It is um, to talk slower. Okay. Because I, I talk like a machine gun. I also talk too much. I know I do. Well, we so will I'm be a, here for five hours. If so I'm going to slow it down. Start talking slower. I snort every time you're talking too too fast. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I had, I kind of harbour uh, a small. Uh, oh, sounds menacing. <laughs> <laughs> small desire. I harbour a desire. You, you know all of those. Uh, all, all Just want to yeah. know what it feels like to kill a man, don't you? Fine. Oh, oh come, no, it's all right, Mike. Come on. I'm washing my hands of both of you. Oh. Um, we should have a party this summer. A party? We should have a party for everyone who reads Xbox World. Oh, God. <laughs> and PSM3. We should have. We should get a, a bar. What kind of party? We should get a bar in Bath. Yeah. And we should get someone to sponsor it. So get, get EA or Ubisoft on board or someone along. And to hook up, yes, hook up just basically just to make sure we got enough consoles to make sure everyone can come along. Everyone comes along, plays a load of games. Everything that we have to talk. Mm-hmm. Plays a load of games. Has a, few, a nice few drinks, nice summer on a nice summer's day. Mm-hmm. And on the evening, we'll do like a live podcast. We'll do a we'll put on a put on a bit of entertainment. We'll have like a live game tournament or something like that. And we'll have, we'll have just a big meet for everyone who gets on on, on fine on the Facebook, and they can meet the PSM readers. PSM readers can meet the Xbox World readers. We can have them fight. Get some strip them strip to their pants. Yeah, yeah. have them stripped to their pants and grapple in a pit. Yeah. I think that would like be, be a nice thing. And I, I think if if you guys are interested in something like that, let us know on Facebook. We if there's enough interest, we might look at doing it. We might consider organizing. We, we, we give it a more grown up name than a party, we'll call it like a an expo or something. Yeah, the week, the week, I think yeah. the week, just a weekend. It won't be, it won't be like a big, show, it won't be a big show like you know, like Gamescom or you know, Eurogamer Expo or anything like that. It would just be a, a just be a, a decent weekender. Everyone can come down to Bath, see some nice sights in Bath, mm-hmm. and just play some games. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. If you're in, if it's in, if it's something that you guys, if you you would in, you would attend for two days in in middle of summer, that's nice. Can yeah. we? You would have to pay for it yourselves, though. I was just going to say, we charge for autographs. I was, was going <laughs> to... <laughs> like a Star Wars expo. Dude, Who no, gets the most tokens? Nobody wants our Weaver. signature. Weaver is like 10 tokens, I was, but is one token. I, I, was asked for my, I was asked for my signature once, and I was like, dude, you don't want my signature. If someone asked me for my signature, I'd, I'd be over the moon at that. I'd be like, absolutely. You can have I'd, I'd assume they were trying to fraudulently uh, yeah. buy stuff with my credit card. Yes. Um, I've had I've had a couple of readers have photos taken with me at things. True facts. They go, can I yeah. have a photo you, with you? you? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Very distinctive face, don't like us. They go, mm. they go, as long as you pull one of your silly end gamer faces, and it's like that's just my face, kids. That's just what I look like. You've had your face taken with Mega Castle as well, haven't you? I think yeah. between <laughs> Nintendo Game or Xbox One and PSM3, we can get enough people mm. that it would warrant renting a room out and just having a big old bit of. Bit yeah. of fun. We don't need thousands. We just need like you know a decent group. Yeah. three really awkward. We should yeah. outnumber them. All, <laughs> so really... all guys as well. Just talking. It's just all like... nervous guys looking at the floor. <laughs> you know, we joke about it. we do actually have quite a lot of women who read the read the mag, yeah. and a few who listen to the podcast as well. Um, if you're out there, hello. <laughs> that sounded that sounded sad and lonely. Um, sad and lonely. Hello, women readers, listeners. <laughs> All right, Mr. Bachelor Boy. Have we? Uh, who just spent a, a small fortune on shelves for his? I for his he spent their Christmas Christmas holidays pretending to have a on shelves for his, his seedy little bedsit to yeah. make room for all of the uh, all of the DVDs in his collection. 
Yeah. That was you, wasn't it? I didn't... They were Christmas presents, so... Shelves. Yeah, I got a really nice set of shelves. I put a picture of it on Twitter. No, I just, re- just realised it was going nowhere. I was like, well, we do actually have a lot of women readers and stuff, and hmm. then I, I kind of talked myself into a corner. Hmm. I, I, I was going to give you an out there and ask if we had any reader questions. For, for many some, of our do readers, have some reader questions on before, readers before Matt butted in and accused you of being a lonely man. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you just destroying the segues. We're trying to. I'm like, I haven't got this podcast written down this yet. Podcast. I'm new to this. Got the. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm the, excuse me. I'm the pellet on the new podcast. <laughs> just, um, just ever the victim. Uh, someone asked, "What happened to Logger Man?" He's alive and well. He's alive and well. <laughs> alive and well. And living in our building. building. There's a Logger so, woman. So now. before <laughs> Christmas, we came. Into the work, it was morning. It was nine thirty. Bear in mind, the earliest anyone gets in is nine. Like we roll in at nine thirty. Go to the bathroom to use the plates. Don't slurp. <laughs> Why? Because you. What's wrong with you? Because you said we, like we as a group, come into work and then we all go to the bathroom. And yeah. this image of us all going to the toilet together, which doesn't happen. Because I never go to the toilet if my colleagues are. I'm, I just don't. Just sits there bouncing in his seat. <laughs> we, um, so, all right, someone went to the toilet. Yeah, yeah. And then they come back and they say, yeah, both blocked. Yeah. So we have two, we have, uh, two urinals, two, uh, two, two, bowl, two bowls, two latrines. <laughs> um, it's not funny. It's not. He just keeps... It's just, I hate him. And um, he comes out, they're both blocked. It's, it's 9.30 in the morning. That means there's either two loggermen mm. operating simultaneously yeah. or one guy crept in at 9 o'clock, shat in one, <laughs> didn't wipe, stood up, walked around, well, shat in the other, was like, that's my job done for I the day. I think there's probably two. I'd so, say the latter theory. So I see- what's happened to the logger man? He's become logger men. Well, we always we always, we always said theory. there was an injustice and league. I've, I've, <laughs> I've heard rumours of a female logger woman. That's the thing. You see, when we we recently moved uh, offices, as we we talked about on Twitter and I think mm. on the podcast as well, uh, and that was to make room for a lot of guys upstairs moving down. So we have three D World, we have um, Imagine Effects, yep. a couple of other magazines, yep. and these are magazines that uh, aren't quite the sausage fest that Xbox World and PSM and Nintendo Gamer are. And now, apparently, the women's... Because the women's toilet basically used to be a private toilet for Endgamer Charlotte. Yeah. Used to be her private bathroom. Well, now there's more women on the floor. And we hear on the grapevine, the women's toilets are getting destroyed. <laughs> By... There's a logger woman. Yeah. Yeah. So it... See, um, I'm, I, think, I think it might be a couple sharing the same bad diet. And I'm putting forward the loggermans as Logger-mans. my new theory. <laughs> Loggermen... Loggerman or the Loggermans? It's quite a niche question, but uh, that is what's happened. That's, to what's, that's, that's what's, what's going on with it's, on it's, it's only got worse. <laughs> yeah. What game says uh, that was? I should say who asked that question as well. Who's who's going to be proud to have asked Mr. that Mr. Loggerman. Philip Philip McLean or McLean? I think it might be McLean because I, I, I knew, knew a kid at Philip school whose McLean. name. <laughs> that's my John Alan Rittman impersonation. <sighs> <laughs> Can he not come to the next podcast? <laughs> Can we leave him back in the office? Let's. Let's not tell him when it is and then run away. John Crean. I think it's the second time we've actually uh, we've quoted John on the uh, podcast. But what, do, what game do you think is going to be the biggest surprise of 2012? Not necessarily the best game, but the biggest surprise. Biggest surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we, uh, we recently put up a poll on the, on the Facebook group and you guys have been chipping in. And I think uh, you made a list of like 
we, we just let you add your own options and you made a list of like 20 games that you thought were going to be the hottest games of 2012. And no one included Tomb Raider. So, That's weird, isn't it? So I think if no one's expecting Tomb Raider to be good, it will surprise a lot of people because it, I think I think it looks that. absolutely brilliant. I think Metro Last Light's going to be pretty big as well. Yeah. I think Metro Last Light's going to catch people by surprise. People who currently aren't interested in Metro Last Light are going to be very excited about it the day it comes out. Mm-hmm. That's that's going to be a big one. And The Witness as well. Yeah, yeah that's going to be good. But but people sort of expect it from Jonathan Blow, don't they? Yeah, maybe. What do you reckon, Matt Um I must admit, I... I kind of like Braid. I'm not a big fan of the whole Jonathan Blow thing. Doesn't really, doesn't really do it for me. It seems to be kind of a big old windbag, if you ask me. Um, um, sort of talking a lot and not making many games, but that's all right. Um, uh, bizarrely, I, I know it's not going to be like great, great, but I'm, I'm quite looking forward to, um, in a roundabout way, Lollipop Chainsaw because I really like Suda Fifty One games. I am as well. I thought it's he got a lot was. Of potential. He was getting there. Like I liked Shadows of the Damned a lot, actually. I thought it really, really worked for me. And I think they're getting there with with 360. I thought that was like their dry run for a kind of that, that level of game. And James Gunn as well writing it. You know, I quite like his 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 films have been quite good fun. Slither and Super have both been quite interesting. So that could be a very solid eight out of ten. <laughs> of course, when uh, they announce Bayonetta two, that'll take everyone by surprise. Yeah, by being, or, or by Castlevania topping Bayonetta. That's what I'd like. That's a surprise That's I would like. That's happening. Is it? Yeah. Since when? Well. I thought... Uh, r- rumours, well, not rumours, but um, we, uh, a couple of issues ago, we did uh, 20 games you're going to want to be playing in 2012. Mm. And Castlevania Lord of Shadows 2 was on there because one of the composers talked about it. Mm. Uh, he's put it on his CV. Mm. And uh, that feature uh, was tweeted by uh, Dave Cox, who, oh, he wouldn't have tweeted who it was the in. producer uh, on Castlevania, the original oh, Castlevania Lord of Shadows, and he said, uh, he said, retweeting this without comment, with oh. a smiley face. Oh. I know not everyone was wild about it. You weren't as I wild loved about it, it were you, I Mike? loved it. I didn't think, I thought the combo system was a bit faulty. Yeah, I just, I just worked for me. I like the world. I love the amount of stuff. It like just felt huge. It felt uh, like a proper adventure. Was, I'd I been think on. it was because block and dodge was on the same button. Yeah, it was. And little... that doesn't work. Yeah. Well, it doesn't I got, work. I got around it. I'm no. not very good at that kind of thing, and I sort of stuck with it and was really pleased that I did. It felt like an achievement, like it, it worked just, you that Coming game. off the back of Bayonetta, it just felt oh, too, yeah, too, I know too stiff. Oh, yeah, I yeah. It felt too stiff I, to me. But. God, even coming off the back of Dante's Inferno, it felt too stiff. How about you, Mike? What are you looking forward to? It's going to surprise people. I said The Witness, didn't I? I the Witness, oh, no, okay. Yeah. I'm sure The Witness will be cool. Like, right. What I've seen of it looks good. Yeah, one yeah, one yeah. more question. Mm, one more. Make it a really good one. Hopefully not about the sort of pooing behaviour of our <laughs> colleagues. <laughs> Have you guys ever Googled your own name? Asks Bill Boren. Ever Googled your own name? If so, what are the results? Uh, there's a... I can tell you that if when I type in Matthew Castle that there is a woodworker called Matthew <laughs> Castle because it always says Matt Castle woodworking. There's also an American football player called Matt Castle who comes up a fair bit. Gennaro name. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm also up there... Quite quite high. Weird things. I tell you, the weirdest things get get mm. registered for us because it's you'd think it would be, you know, Endgamer or whatever. But actually, it can sometimes be. I'm, I'm on a lot of Wikipedia pages. Review quotes on Wikipedia pages for like Sonic yeah, and I've Secret Rings. It's like Matthew says Doctor Robotnik wasn't very funny in this game, and that's like number five or something. I um, I I I've Googled, I googled mine. Everyone has. And yeah, there, anyone, some, everyone Googles their own there's name some, once, right? There's some doctor in America clearly living a, a much more fruitful life than me. <laughs> um, 
to being incredibly successful and having incredibly white teeth. <laughs> um, but my my entries on there are for, for just stuff like seven out of ten games that I reviewed maybe three years ago <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. I've completely forgotten about now. Yeah, it's 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 odd stuff. It's it's not like the big ticket stuff I've done, you know, you know, and, and none of the big reviews. It, it's just been like, just just some sequel that was six or seven out of ten, which I wrote five hundred words on, it back in two thousand and six. It's bizarre. You know, I've uh, I googled my name, and um, again, it's it'll be like games radar links from reviews for things like. Was that was that target terrorism game or something on the Wii or where games I like give like four percent to and stuff like that and um, you come up in like lists of writers on Wikipedia which work for certain magazines mm. like yeah. people people will exhaustively list every writer who ever worked for PC Gamer mm. for instance and my name will appear on that and I go you go through this list and say you the, first, the top link you'll get is probably my Twitter and you um you go through all these things and the common theme you find is basically just like you credited. For certain articles, but yeah. every now and again, you'll catch your name mentioned on a forum or something. Mm. And what I found, what I find is that uh, my name's popped up on a Arcade, which is a good forum. Uh, my name's popped up on there a couple of times. Everyone else thinks I hate retro games. <laughs> they, 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 they're convinced I hate retro games. Um, I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I, I, I don't hate <laughs> retro games. I just hate the retro games that you guys seem to like so much, <laughs> like Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> um, which is which is always terrible, even back then. Um, Let's just say the, the the real vain search is people who don't Google search their name. It's people who search for their name on Twitter to see if people are tweeting about them, because you you hear this this trend people going on. They type in because the infamous the famous one recently was Ed Balls of mm. of politics fame uh, had clearly been tweet searching himself, but I've got it confused with the tweet uh, the tweet box because he just started tweeting Ed Balls. His <laughs> 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 name. If someone tweets their name, it's obvious what they're doing. They're searching for themselves and doing it wrong. It's like when you you spying on your friends. You you, you, know, you spying your friends through Facebook. Everybody does it. Spying your friends, uh, and then some one of your buddies writes a girl's name into his own thing it goes bang he's like oops delete quick <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like oh, his state is I, updated I know who you're, you're like... stalking my friend I know <laughs> yeah. who you're stalking I'm very very careful about things like that uh, I found a guy on NeoGAF a long time ago who, um, who said because uh, I it was in a top spin 4 thread and a top spin 3 thread rather and said about Michael, Michael Gaffer you are a credit credit to reviewers everywhere you're the only reviewer in the game who, in the world who gave this game the, the chance and the respect it deserves well done I was like, well, thanks very much. I also found someone on the internet <laughs> who absolutely hated me. Oh, well, this, this and, is a And slagged me off. And I know, I know who that is, and so do all of you. And he's a f***ing f***. <laughs> <laughs> and with that... And on that high note, yeah. <laughs> See you next time, listeners. Bye. Bye. Bye.